All right, everybody, welcome to the PGA of Alberta podcast. We're on season three. Uh, today we have a, a pretty special guest. Uh, I feel like at this point she is a household name. Uh, we've got the head professional at the Glencoe Golf and Country Club, Judy Forschner. Hey, Judy. Hey, Shannon. How are you? Very great. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for being here. Listen, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're super, uh, super excited to do this uh, interview. Super happy that I get to do it, uh, being two females and also having you be, I mean, the ultimate role model for female golf professionals. So super happy to have you here. Um, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, I want to know how how your career started, how you got to where you are at the Glencoe. Let's, let's hear the whole story. Well... My, my golf history, I was, a, I think, about an eight-year-old at Canyon Meadows, and my dad loved golf, and he would play well, weekends, and I started caddying for him, and then, good fortune, it's kind of the stars have aligned uh, my entire golf career. Don Price came to Canyon Meadows as a head professional, and he was so, uh, I think he's won the Canadian Club Pro of the Year three times, and numerous awards, and uh, an incredible professional. So he uh, came to Candy Meadows and uh, started teaching the kids. He was amazing. He'd drive us to interclubs and was just so involved in all about the kids. So I started playing and, uh, you know, you play in, in something and you win your first pair of green socks and, Whoa. you know, you kind of <laughs> get a little addicted to the game. And I loved the club and the other juniors. We had a great group even way back then. So um, started competing and Don always taught me. Uh, after uh, I got back from school, I was still competing and, but it became a school teacher. So I was a math science teacher and had July and August off. And I'm not even sure why, but one summer I taught about uh, three years and I came and worked at the Glencoe for that summer for uh, Don and uh, came to the end of the summer. And it just hit me like uh, a, a ton of bricks. I love teaching, but I was absolutely sick to leave the club. I love the people. I love the environment. I love the day-to-day. And um, that winter, I was asked to go play in the British Amateur uh, with the Canadian team. And uh, the school board actually said to me, you either uh, resign or you don't go. And, you know, when you're young, you're like, hey. So I did resign and I went and played the British Amateur. And the national coach at that time was Jack McLaughlin at Shaughnessy. So he said, come work at Shaughnessy. Uh, Donnie then, after half a year there, um, approached me and said, come on back to the Glencoe. And I actually started in administration. Okay. Tyler was assistant to the director of golf. And then after about half a year, he said, Judy, if you're going to accomplish all you want in the golf business, you should turn professional. Well, Donnie, you know, incredible individual. And uh, my mentor, uh, mm-hmm. I said, Donnie, if that's what you think I should do, that's what I'll do. So I did turn professional. Um, and after a few years with the director of golf, you had to name a head professional. And uh, so incredibly fortunate that Donnie wow, uh, said, Judy, we'd like you to take the role. And uh, the rest is sort of history. But you know what? 30, how many years later? Yeah, this will be year 35. But oh you know my what? Gosh. It's funny sitting here talking to you. I feel like I did that those summer days when I knew I was leaving the Glencoe in that I just love every day. I love coming to work and the people I've met, the experiences wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. That's crazy. And hearing, so for those of you that don't know, I've had the pleasure of working with Judy over the past couple of years and I've heard this story and 
now we know, like I grew up playing at Canyon as a junior, mm-hmm. which was hilarious to find out. Um, and it's just funny how your, your paths cross and, um, obviously it's incredible 35 years at the Glencoe. Yeah. I feel incredibly fortunate. And like I said, you know, I still feel every day that I, I hard to believe I get paid to have <laughs> such an incredible time and love every minute of it. Just feel so fortunate. Feel so blessed well, to and be it's, here. It's unbelievable seeing members walk in and you know, everyone and kids, you know, their kids and what their kids are doing. And it's, it's your, I think you're the heart and soul of this place. Well, I, you know, I throw it right back to you. I've got an incredible team and that do so much and make it happen. So you know, we're just, part of that we're just trying yeah. to keep up with you. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you find, did you always know you wanted to be a golf pro? I guess that story kind of made me think, no, we probably wanted to be a teacher. No, you know, I, I right when I started, I, you know, I knew I loved golf. Yeah. And it was just so fun to play. But uh, yeah, my career path I thought was teaching until you got right into the heart of the operation and got to work in the shop and, and see the environment. Yeah. And I think that day that I you realized know. I was leaving the Glencoe and, and going back to teaching that um, I knew that's where my heart was right. and where I wanted to be. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And now it must be crazy. We're, we're sitting here in the Glencoe. We're kind of amongst some construction and you've seen this place from the beginning and now it's going to look brand new it's exciting you know it's really exciting and you know it's been fun over the years and that's part of the you know it's always fresh because there's always something new forest renovation the floods building the bridges nine building the new practice facility uh we've gone through other clubhouse renovations you know there originally wasn't a banquet room or a spike lounge that all got added on and and now this renovation and and you're right you said it was the excitement you know when members come out yeah 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 so it'll be it'll be hardly wait to see what it looks like yeah Yeah, be exciting so as we're we're sitting here we're both female golf pros um we're certainly not all probably I would say all that well represented in the industry right there's not very many of us um what what do you think are some pros and cons to this I know we've talked about this a little bit leading up to this but I know for me and it could also just be being also a young female professional younger what like I I find some sometimes maybe we're not taken as seriously yeah you know and my experience has been um I always think I think a lot of clubs feel that a professional on staff is great. And as you said, there's fewer of us. So, you know, I take a little, uh, I see the, the plus side of us, yeah. you know, there's fewer in the business. So when people are looking for professionals, then, you know, it, it's a great situation for a female. Um, and I also think for clubs, part of that strength is that a lot of people, you know, that you've got to, a split membership. Some would prefer to deal with a, a female in the shop or prefer to take lessons from a female. So, uh, you know, I think it's a win for, for a female in yeah, the industry. I agree. I think because we are a smaller number that maybe when you apply to jobs as assistants and stuff, you might get bumped up the list. Because I think it is nice to have a female in the shop just for totally right. A lot of ladies are more comfortable coming to a female for lessons and they might not even know it because they've never had the option. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, having said all that, anytime you interview, you always want the best candidate. Totally. But, uh, you know, that diversity on staff, uh, be it personalities, be it skills, you always want, you know, diversity. You don't want sort of one clone personality type or skill set. So, you know, the diversity is a really important 
thing in my yeah. books. And in your time as a golf pro, have you had any any challenges that along the way because maybe you're a female or just challenges, period? Yeah, I think, you know, anytime you're in the people business, the biggest thing is trying to do what's right for the majority of the membership because when you've got, you know, in our case, 2,400 members, you're going to have so many varying opinions. And so um, one of the challenges is making sure or, or having your pulse on the membership so that you really get a lot of feedback on how do they feel, what would they like to see, and again, always trying to go towards uh, keeping majority happy. And, and in the same vein, I, I really feel a lot of people want to be heard. You got to really make sure totally. you do listen to everybody and take the time to talk and to talk to them. And, and that is one of the challenges is, uh, you know, it's become very busy with, uh, uh, you know, booking online and, uh, you know, websites and that sort of thing to make the time to be with your membership. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the big challenges now is, is getting out of the office and make mm -hmm. sure you get all that face to face because, you know, here at the Glencoe, we say we want this to be their second home. And a big part of that is that interaction and, totally. and caring and finding out where they're at and any opportunity. We love the word, wow, what can I do to make this person's day? Yeah. You know, where can I go above and beyond or, or, uh, just care about them yeah, and, and have a good feel. I think even just me watching, being at the Glencoe through COVID, like especially important to try and get away from your desk because you're, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, you wouldn't know for, for sure more than I do how crazy it was, right? Just be getting things thrown at you and just trying to put policies in place. And then, you know, the day's, up, the day's done because it's been a full day of planning and rearranging and, but members also have super appreciated that as well. Yeah, you know, when you talk about challenges, uh, a huge one in my career, you know, you always had resources you could go to and say, what did you do with this one? Well, this was one without a playbook. Totally. And you never knew, you know, you're almost afraid to say at 10 a.m. what the rules were going to be at 2 p.m. because we all know it changed exactly. overnight. Uh, you know, the I think they said on May 4th, or second that we could open on May 4th, uh, yeah. you know, when COVID, COVID started up. So, it was a huge, it was, it was a huge challenge, I think, for everybody. And uh, you kind of dealt with what uh, the AHS gave you and just tried to make the best decisions. And having said that, you'd make a decision and then sometimes you'd make another decision, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, it's been a heck of a few years there for sure. Totally. And it seemed like you guys also, other pros in the industry, you guys kind of had a, you know, I know you were always talking, what are you guys doing? And it seemed like that was a great, I think it was a testament to how great the relationships are in the golf industry. Yeah, yeah, and I think when you talk about why you love the business, that's part of it. It's made up of representatives and, you know, staffs at PGAs that, and the other people, the mm -hmm. membership, all of that combined, you know, you, it's just a great community mm -hmm. and, you know, support and help and caring. I think that mm -hmm. sort of runs throughout the golf business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I want to get back a little bit to kind of your, your role. So what, as actually, this is something I wanted to ask as a teacher, so originally a teacher, do you, you enjoy teaching people how to golf, obviously? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really do. And, and watching them learn and, 
it's almost like when you're out with the students, it's fun to see them really get into it and be enthusiastic. Oh, part, and yeah. They want to know more. They want to dedicate more. And, and I think those are the equivalents, you know. Yeah. And you as yourself, when you say challenges in the career, making sure you stay current, that you, you, you know, you know the latest, the best techniques. And again, you talk about the community. What's worked for other professionals? What hasn't? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing, when you talk about not only teaching, but uh, the business itself is, you know, how do you make it fun? How do you keep them engaged? Right. You really want to make sure your events, you know, yeah. you never want to hear, oh, we're doing that same thing again. Yeah. We do it every year. We've done that for 15 years. Yeah. Keep it new. Keep it fresh. Keep it different. And, and uh you know, get involved in other areas, you know, now there's wine clubs going and mm -hmm. we're talking about a Glencoe music club next year mm -hmm. where members can come and it's no golf. It's about hearing entertainment player, whatever those concepts are, or what can we add to give the members added value? And I think, you know, as you know, now we've got the outdoor activities, which many clubs have added the mm -hmm. cross country skiing, the skating, now simulators, you know, all those challenges of, of uh, how do we keep it fresh? How do we make it better? How do we provide more? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, and it, the Glencoe does such a good job of that. There's so much offered and just with events, like I don't even know how you think of these things that you come up with, but I get that's, that's 35 years. Like you just know what, just you have it in there, like what people want and what people have seen before. And it is totally, you see some events and it is just, wow. Like that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and so much you can incorporate from what, you know, sometimes you get invited to an event that's totally non-golf related or, yeah. you know, you see things or, or, again, feel very fortunate with our team. Food and beverage turf, um, we all work so well together and there's a totally, this whole yeah. community of what can we do this year to make yeah. it new and different. So yeah, it's yeah. fun and you feed on each other's, your entire team, you know, all contribute and having said that, you know, it's amazing when you talk about operations, some of our best ideas uh, I believe our carts to go back and forth to the range. Yeah. That was one of our kids that said, hey, what do you think of this idea? And I think it was a 16-year-old really? employee that just said, you know, uh, instead of shuttling them, what if we had carts to go like they have you know, on the, in the streets of Calgary? And yeah. we thought we'd try it, and it's been a huge hit. Oh, that's so, like now, that's, yeah, you can't go without them, really. Like, you got to have them. They're yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, you know, it's very important when we talk about people that you listen to your entire team because like I said it's uh, it's amazing how creative people are be it of any age totally. or, or experience level and sometimes the least experienced employee is fresh new eyes and yeah, says exactly you know, what if we did this and you go hey yeah that's pretty darn good let's yeah. try it yeah. yeah and that I think kind of what we what I wanted to kind of talk about in this pocket was diversity and inclusion right since we are Again, female golf pros, we're kind of representing a smaller, smaller group. And that's, I think that goes hand in hand with that. Like, and you're, you're so good at that, Judy. Like, you don't treat, you don't treat new shop kid any differently than you do president of the board. And that, that's, you make everyone feel welcome and you listen to those people because you're right. Like that person, yeah, they see it with fresh eyes and it's like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And you never don't have time for someone like that and, that and that's great something we can all learn from for sure well you know what i think that um i think it's all about the people aspect too like they're all just amazing to talk to you learn so much from everybody regardless yeah. if they're the president of the club or a, a new uh back shop employee and 
um, yeah, I think it's a big part of the business. It's all about people and people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Be a, be, a, be a good listener. Totally. And I guess that kind of segues right into my next, your, my next question is the favorite part of the job for you. Yeah. And that without a doubt is the people. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, you know, that key on having fun and it, it, we're so fortunate to work at a place where people come to have fun totally. and uh, you know, it's a light and a fun atmosphere. And again, I feel so privileged to have met the people that I have met and mm-hmm. interacted with and you know, everybody teaches you something totally, and you learn something regardless of where they're at. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And people like to be heard and cared yeah. about. And it's amazing when you get talking to people, their stories or, what they do or what's happened throughout their life and you know it always sort of touches you that um mm-hmm. uh, you know you get to be a part of that mm-hmm. yeah totally yeah. okay our last last question here i actually want to go first on this one so i want to ask you your best golf memory um i actually have a great memory of you it was just last year judy forstner's first hole in one <laughs> It was so cool. I can't believe I was, well, I wasn't in the group, but I was there for the after part, which seemed like it was probably just as fun. We're playing in the the Lady Solheim Cup, um, waiting. Judy was the last, I think you were the last group out, and we're waiting for her to come in, and it's kind of taking a while, and we're all having dinner, and members that she's playing with kind of pull me aside. They're like, oh, we need, we need to talk to you, and I'm like, well, this is never a good start, so and they're like, oh, you got to come over here, you got to come over here, and then all of a sudden, this giant you just erupted I got a hole in one because the whole obviously you've been here for 35 years it was kind of well known around the club that you hadn't had one and it was I've never seen a room filled with that energy (laughs) and everyone was so happy for you and it was like it was unbelievable and that memory was so cool I got to tell you, it was such a thrill because, you know, everybody that golfs wants a hole-in-one and here I am, you know, 53 years into the game and still haven't had one. And the week before, this 10-year-old came in and had one and I'm like, come on, man, you know, I was thrilled for him, but come on. Anyway, so it was, it was really, really fun and special and the best part was celebrating with everybody. So, yeah, but it was a real thrill. So that it, was very fun. I know. And I've never had one. And now you're, you're cheering me on. I know I'm like, yeah. do I have to wait till yeah, I have played right. golf for 53 years? I know it, it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. happen. Yeah, I yeah, figure you have yeah. to stop thinking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No. And you, what's, you know, uh, when it does happen. Yeah. What would be your, your top golf memory? Well, you know, so I mentioned my dad and when I started playing golf and, uh, he loved going out and I loved the caddying for him and he always made everything fun. Anyway, when I started playing without a doubt, and when I look back, it's playing with my dad and uh, I loved every minute of it. And he was just a great role model and truly came from a place of just absolutely passionate about the game, that it's important to know the people you play with and take time for them and just enjoy the whole experience. So uh, for me, playing yeah. with my father that's that's the best part of it right is that you can be 10 and he can be whatever and you can all still enjoy the same thing and it's such a it's the best part of golf yeah you know absolutely yeah without a doubt yeah yeah all right Jude well I think that's all we've got but thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story and for chatting today listen so happy to be here and thank you for the opportunity Shan really appreciate of it. course well I hope everyone uh enjoys that's Judy Forstner for you.